Welcome to Leaving the Classroom. This is a podcast for teachers who are ready to transition out of the classroom and into a new career. Each week, I'll share stories about what I've learned moving from education to the corporate world. I'll answer the most common questions and share my best tips to help you get started. If you are considering leaving the classroom, this show is for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Leaving the Classroom. I'm Christy Oliva, and I'm so glad you are here. Today, we are talking to Lee Carlson, who is a corporate contract instructional designer, and she's going to talk a little bit about the day in the life of a corporate contract instructional designer. Lee is a member of Idle Courses Academy, and so thank you so much for joining us, Lee. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm actually super excited about this because I feel like this is these are the types of questions that I had when I was going in. So yeah, yeah. Well, let's start there then. Like, how did you get involved in Idle Courses? How did you find out about it? What did you do before you found Idle Courses? Give us the backstory. So yeah, I mean, I was a for 15 years, I was a high school teacher in New York City. I was a like alternative high school. I was already doing e-learning and like blended learning and asynchronous learning and all that stuff. So I had a lot of experience already with teaching adults that I was very, very lucky with. So I, you know, used a lot of that and I was like, okay, you know, what the hell am I going to do next? (laughs) You know, like I can't keep doing this. You know, I think after the pandemic, there were a lot of changes and I was just like, is this the life I really want to be leading? And so I started looking online at things. I actually found a different program that I joined first. And then everybody on that program was like, I was like, did anybody else see this program? See Idle? It kind of looks like a little culty or something. Like, I'm not sure if it's like, is it real? Is it actually as good as it is? And so some other people were like, no, I actually took it. It's phenomenal. You should try it. It's totally worth it. And like, for me, the big selling point on Idle was that it helped me build a portfolio. Like, I feel like that was huge in my interview process is that like, I actually had a portfolio of work to show to go along with what I was saying. So that's how I, and it's not as, it is a little culty. And the only reason I say that is just because, you know, as much as I have moved away from Idle, I still find myself going back to find resources talking to the people who I initially connected with, going back for interview support or like work, like on the job support. So it's kind of one of those things where I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised and it was really empowering. So when did you join Idol and how long did it take you to <laughs> land your position? So this is actually to my wife's chagrin. It was a really quick process for me. I was kind of like, you know, in August before the school year, I was like, babe, I'm ready to move back to your home state. And she was like, I thought that wasn't going to happen until retirement. I was like, nope, it's happening now. And so I was going to end the school year. And then I got back in school and I was like, I just can't do this. It's just not... I don't have the capacity that these kids need. You know, like when you recognize you're like, nope, I can't give them what's good for them. I can't support the other adults in my building in the way that they need, you know? So it it was just, I recognized it was time. And I think it was like October of 23. I forget which cohort it was, 
But by the time December came around, I had already been interviewing. And the day before Christmas vacation, I got a... Well, two days before Christmas vacation, I got a message from a corporate recruiter to have a phone call that day. The next day I got an interview and I think like the following day I got an offer. Oh, it was wow. wild. My wife was like horrified because I had already like quit my job. And at the same time, she was excited. She was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> um, and I think that, <laughs> you know, it's for me, it was, it was, a. I don't have kids. We have cats. And so for me, it was like, okay, I know I need to do this for me, but like also talking with my wife through the process was also something that was big for me because that was new too. You know, I worked in the same job for 15 years. So we never really had to have a discussion about like, hey, our lives are going to change and it's going to be completely different. Yeah. Uh, So that was actually something that I was like, I was very thankful that my wife was supportive, but it was, it was still emotionally like, any anytime there's a transition with people, well, you that's love, a big transition. Like, Fifteen <laughs> years is a long time. That's a lifetime for the kids that we were teaching, right? That's their whole lifetime, and we're making a major life choice at that time because fifteen years was how long I taught too. And so it it is. You're just like, oh my gosh, I'm really doing this. It's completely different. <laughs> <laughs> so for sure, I know there's no typical day for an ID, but can you tell us maybe what some of your daily tasks are? What do you do each day? Yeah. And, and so, you know, we had talked about this a little bit before, you know, because I work for a company that contracts us out, I have one contract that I'm working on currently. And so really it's about like, I have three, two other IDs kind of on my level, I would say like horizontally, there are three of us on the same kind of team, but only two of us actually work together daily. And so usually I'll check in with the other ID that I'm working with and just be like, hey, where are you on this project? You know, I think when I think about what skills I've carried over from Idol, because I'm in a corporate setting and working for this that I'm outsourced or like contracted out, I I never know how to use the language to use. But there's a lot of pressure around time constraints. And so I'm really used to the iterative process and like getting time to get feedback and being collaborative. And in this, I really had to kind of shift and start saying, okay, I have to trust myself, which was a huge, (laughs) it was like (laughs) one of those huge changes. I had to trust myself to say, okay, like, all right, I know that I'm putting together this slide deck and I have edited it and looked at it four times and it is doing the thing that I wanted it to do. I have analyzed the data. I have looked at the learning management system and made sure it's in the appropriate spot. Sometimes we do use an e-learning platform. So like the two platforms I use for our Evolve and Intellum, which I had no idea before I started. And by using 360, Rise and Storyline and Captivate, beforehand, I felt like it was a really easy jump to the other like e-learning system. And because I've had used like because I've used learning management systems in the past, like it felt like it was easy to kind of catch up. Right. Like none of none of them were too different from that. So yeah. And then I don't love oh I'm gonna wind that back. I'm like <laughs> I feel like I'm getting like hot over here. 
just because it's like, you know, I, I haven't really thought about all these things. I've just gone and gotten started. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, I have done a lot in my six months. So like since January, I've been in this position and it's <laughs> May. So almost six months. And there's been a lot. There's been, you know, I've used Canva a ton, a lot of like creating images, a lot of working with new video tools that I haven't used in the past, a lot of AI. AI is huge right now in the work that I'm doing. All of the companies are trying to figure out like, how are we using AI? And then I think as far as IDs, how are we using AI to kind of make our make our job a little bit easier for us and better? Because honestly, I could take all day to write out three learning objectives, or I could put it in an AI and it's done in five minutes and I can get started with the design. Yeah. And so those are, you know, not that I don't edit or, you know, go back and change, but I feel like those are the kind of decisions. And then like I meet with my corporate side and then the company side. So like in my head, the corporate side is cognizant, the company I actually work for. And then we also do meetings with you know the media side. So that's the company the app source to or we're working for. Yeah. So tell us a teeny bit about that. Cause I think we kind of jumped over that in our conversation <laughs> because we had talked a little bit before we started recording, but so you work, you got hired by a company and then they contract you out to another company to do work for them. Is that how it works? Yeah. I, yeah, I literally, so when I interviewed for this company, Cognizant, I had no idea what they were saying about how the company worked. I was just like <laughs> in my in my nonprofit mind, right? Because I've worked with nonprofits before. I've worked and you know in the schools. It just didn't make sense what she was telling me. And she was like, yeah, you're gonna have a salary, but you're working on a contract. And I'm like, but contracts usually come with like a time limit. She's like, yeah, yeah, but that's not what you're worrying about. And so the way that I understand it now is that they hire IDs. And they say, okay, look, we're going to bring in the best of what we think is the best. And we're going to help companies meet their goals. So like if a big tech company is looking for engineers, right? And they can't find it, they might contract with Cognizant, right? Because it's more of like a tech company. So a lot of the ID work I do is around tech. It's around like more process oriented stuff. And honestly, when I interviewed with them, I was, and again, I was telling you this beforehand, like, I remember saying, you know, six figures is like the golden egg or like the Willy Wonka ticket and you'll never get it. And my range that I gave them was like 90 to a hundred or like 80 to a hundred. And they were like, we're going to give you a hundred apply for this other job. So instead of applying for an associate, it was like senior associate or something. And they just were like, do it. And I I was like so happy at that moment because I was getting out of my old career that I was just like, they just gave me what my top asking was plus some because of my because of the location I'm in. So I didn't know that either, that when you're working remotely, they like bump your salary based on location. It always it's always up, right? But I was just like, cool, yes, this I'm not gonna negotiate this. But I wonder, I always think about like. I probably could have negotiated more, but I also knew it was like the end of the year. It was the end of their budget. It was, and what ID is coming in at six figures? 
Like that was my thinking. I didn't want to like, yeah, I didn't didn't negotiate my first job either, but like, I was just so thrilled with it that I was just, I look back and I'm like, yeah, I probably could have gotten a little bit more, but I was so thrilled with it that why, if you're happy, then, you know, it had benefits. They were like, yes, we will move you. Cause originally in the um, original call with the, so I had a call with a recruiter from the company, not just some, you know, a lot of times you get those LinkedIn invites just from like random recruiters. And it wasn't that it was an actual recruiter from the company. So I had a call with her and she was like, we are absolutely not paying moving costs. Then I had the interview with the hiring manager and she's like, oh no, no, we will bring you over. We'll pay for it. So that I was just like, they're, right? they paid for everything. And so that in itself was like, I mean, probably, I, I have no idea how much that stuff costs, but I'm like, at a least, lot. yeah, like, sure, thousands of dollars. Yeah. They moved. I mean, far. they had somebody come and pack for me. Wow. Okay, so you're really selling this, Lee. So if somebody <laughs> wanted to find a job like yours, like where did you look? How did you find this job? Honestly, I had spoken with so many people about my LinkedIn and how to like make sure that my resume, my LinkedIn. And like my open to work, we're all like, right. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are people out there who like pay to get their LinkedIn done. Mm -hmm. But I actually just like talked with all the (laughs) idle people. I absolutely talked with all the idle people. And I just had a really, I mean, it's not perfect, but it was enough that I've had multiple recruiters since then contact me from companies. So I feel like that has been my biggest draw. I've got more that way than actually putting out my resume and applying for jobs, which it feels weird. But I mean, I guess that's the the way that things are moving. It's different for us as teachers. We don't know what that's like because for some reason, they don't like seek out teachers. But yeah, I mean, most of my jobs came that way too, where I didn't directly apply. They just came to me. So Lee, as a former teacher, what do you think are the top three skills that you brought over with you that you use every day that have served you so well coming from teaching? I think collaboration has come with me. I think that that is something that people are like, it's a really underused skill in a lot of places. And to have it has been really helpful for me, especially being new in a position where I'm trying not to look too new. (laughs) because in my interviewing, right, you don't, I didn't use student, I didn't use, you know, whatever. So collaboration. And I would just say, like, not necessarily hard work, but like stick to I don't, you know, whatever the version of that is, just because there are so many new things. But again, there's like nothing new under the sun. Mm. Right? Like everything is, you can work out anything when it comes to the job. Right. Because as teachers, we had to, there were so many obstacles and so many things to figure out. And I think we can do that. One thing maybe like I didn't bring with me, but that I think is really important for me to like develop is around that confidence piece and that like trusting that like I know that I'm good enough and that like my work is good enough, even if it's like the best for now. Right. Because I think as a teacher, I always had in the back of my mind, well, I can always do better. There's always something more I could have done. And I think as an ID, it's so there's so much of a time constraint and there's so much of a, like a, a production value, right? Like you need to produce things. So being able to say like, 
this is my best for now, right? Or like, this is my best that in that time is also like really important of a skill for me that like to develop just because I feel like that is, yeah, it's just like my negative talk in the back of my head. But I think a lot of the companies that are tech companies specifically are doing a lot of the contracting and I know that there are a bunch of other companies out there that are doing it. I mean, you said you had worked for one. I, the company, the apartment complex I moved in, I saw an, another guy who was like in a different company that did it. So yeah, I wonder about like going to their site and just like seeing what's available and like reaching out to the recruiters directly. Yep. No, because all the, the recruiters, follow- I mean, the recruiters at Mackin, so Mackin is where for the listeners, Mackin is how I got contracted out to Google and they were just so kind and they were so, you know, wanted to hear my experience. They were always asking how I was doing. So I think, I think, yeah, if you go and just seek them out and find those companies that do this, they will definitely have a conversation with you. I think they're different than other recruiters, honestly. Yeah. And the idea that like my job is going to end, like the current contract is ending soon but I still have a job. (laughs) I'm still getting paid. I still have benefits is reassuring in a lot of ways coming from education. There's that like steadiness that I was like, okay, that I'm not going to be bumped out in six months or I'm not going to, you know, and I I do have a line of conversation with the people who hired me and it is a big international company and that was change. But yeah, it's, it's been really interesting. And I feel like yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I'm I'm excited to continue my ID journey. <laughs> Aww, well, I'm so happy for you, Lee. And so I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to find out more about you know what you do and how to get involved in your company, especially after you've sold it so hard. I mean, you've done such a good job. Everybody's going to want to join. Um, so what's the best way to get in touch with you if they have other questions for you? LinkedIn is probably the best way. L-E-E Carlson with a C. I'm sure you'll have it somewhere in some show notes. Yep, yep. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Lee, and sharing your story. I'm really excited for people to hear about this because I think people get nervous, especially teachers, about hearing that word contract and they don't know what to do with it. But really, this is really reassuring for the fact that in some ways it can be even more secure. Like you have a really good, a really good thing going for you over there. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Christy. This is this has been awesome to think about and talk about. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, no problem. All right. Well, do you want to leave the classroom and become an instructional designer like Lee? I bet you do. She just sold it. At Idle Courses Academy, we help you build your professional portfolio, revise your resume, prepare for interviews, and give you valuable feedback on what you design. Sign up for Idle Courses Academy using my code CLASSROOM100 and get $100 off enrollment. It's time to take control and make the career change that will change your life. It changed mine. See ya. That's all for this episode, but you can find more at idlecourses.com or subscribe to the podcast. And if you are ready to leave the classroom, use my code CLASSROOM100 and get $100 off enrollment to Idle Courses Academy. 